Drunk Sheepcast. Bah. Welcome to Bah. Hey, man. Hey, listen. Fucking Bah, man. Okay? Are you... Is that a drunk sheep, or is that, like, a stoned hippie sheep? No, stoned hippie sheep would be like, dude, like, Bah, bro. It's like, Bah, but it's also like, Bah. Bah. Uh, great opening. The differences between drunk and stone sheep. I wonder if we could do a full hour on this. Let's I not find out. I don't. I don't want to try. I don't want to try. I don't. Welcome to Ark. Hi. Hi, hi, Mike. Hi, Chris. How are you? I'm okay. You You don't sound okay. I'm not dead. Well, I mean, you know, that makes you better than, you know. I'm better than dead. There's this great Louis C.K. stand-up where he's like, think of your life like this. The most notable thing you will ever do is be dead. You are going to be dead for so much longer than you were alive. (laughs) Think about that. There are people dead right now who have been dead decades longer than they were alive. Thanks, Louis. That's not depressing. (laughs) Feeling good now, asshole. Yeah. I mean, you you have to be... I'm I'm proud to announce to our listeners... All three of you. That production began last night on a little project called Pinata Cop. And it's gonna be awesome. And it'll probably never get finished. It will get finished. About the same time Tarv starts his webcomic. Is Tarv starting a webcomic? <laughs> He's been starting a webcomic since the comic shop chat room days. <laughs> It's funny because he's probably got a really good webcomic about hotel life in him. <laughs> like, there's got to be some, like, fucked up stories. Just by the very nature of what his employment is. I was going to say that Jeb's dad would really enjoy that comic, but I don't think anybody knows about Jeb's dad. I Really, does anybody who listens to this podcast even know about Jeb at this point? I guess not. That's that's the other podcasts. That's, that's, that's the previous life. He would always complain... Because he was, like, the one friend that I had that uh, still did the uh, weekend at the other parent's house. His parents were divorced. Like, (laughs) well into being, like, 19 and 20, he was still doing the weekend at Dad's. And uh, when he would spend his time or his weekend with his dad, he would always come back to school and just be like, fuck that old man. Like, what's wrong? And be like, we were driving to wherever they were going. And he saw that they had built a new hotel and pulled over to go in and walk around. (laughs) Around the hotel? Apparently his dad had a hotel fetish. Oh, my God. And whenever he saw a hotel that he hadn't seen before, he needed to just take a gander. (laughs) Dad, your boner's showing again. Oh, my God. Look at his carpeting. Oh my god, what series ice machine is that? I want to make love to it. So that became a thing. Jeb's dad wandering aimlessly around a hotel. Yeah. If if you're listening to this you don't know who Jeb is, he's a robot. That's all you need to know. He is. He's, he wouldn't actually come to school and be like, fuck that old man. He'd be like, fuck that old <laughs> man. Jeb was the most emotive robot I think I've ever seen. He was like data, but movie data, not series data. But, uh, yeah. I have my own Jeb's dad story where I was, this is like even after college, so I was like 24, 25. This sounds like a penthouse forum letter. No. Not near as exciting. Did he mistake you for a hotel, Mike? Did he try to take a walk around inside of you? It's just Jeb and I were hanging out, and his dad like, hey, I'm making dinner. Mike, if you want to stay, you can. Whatever. I'm like, cool. So we're all gathered around his, uh, uh, like, coffee table because the kitchen table was covered in shit. And, like, he took two bites of his salad as we're starting to eat and passed out sitting up. I I look over at Jeb and I'm like, is he all right? He's like, eh, he does this. He'll wake up in about ten minutes and finish. Just keep eating. And so we're like, okay. He kept watching TV, kept eating, and he... <sighs> and starts eating again. Like it didn't even fucking happen. That sounds like a man who's got, like, entire days of his life that he just 
wasn't aware of. Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. He, <laughs> along with that dinner, he proceeded to drink two bottles of wine by himself. Oh, my God. However, not trashy enough to just take a pull right off the bottle. He did have a wine glass. Did have a wine glass. So, yeah, civilized guy. Yes. He likes classy hotels and uh, glasses of wine. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, he likes his wine and hotels. Good, good opening. Strange old man. I don't even know where good. the hell he is now. Really? Yeah, I don't know where either of them are. Shit. It's, uh... That's oh, right, Jeb's in Australia now. No, fishes. Oh, fishes. Where's Jeb? That's, yeah, we don't know. Last, really? last anybody heard from Jeb, uh, he had gotten off work, went home, and his dad was there with his girlfriend, not Jeb's girlfriend, but, uh, and said, hey, me and her are moving in together, you have a week to find a place to live. Oh my god. And there was the week of him frantically trying to find a new place, and then he did, and he moved there, and none of us have heard from him ever again. Huh. It was like, last we heard, was like, hey, did you ever find a new place? Oh yeah, I'm moving in tomorrow. Need any help? No, nope, we got it. And then... This is this is a story that suddenly took a very depressing turn. Yeah, never heard from him again. I hope wherever he is, whatever he's doing, he's he's well. I hope. If for, if for some reason you're listening to this, Jeff, yeah. uh, hi. <laughs> Maybe call somebody. <laughs> Not your dad, obviously. He doesn't sound like he cares. But, you know, Mike? <laughs> uh, Mike's number hasn't changed or anything. It's not like he has, you know, a life. But yeah, it's... <laughs> you can reach him at SCC underscore squirrel at. And there was the chance that we could have caught him at work, but all the, uh, what was it? Not Blockbuster, the other. Oh, Movie Gallery? No, the big chain. No. Blockbuster, Movie Gallery, um. Movie Gallery. Was Hollywood it? Video? Hollywood. That was Hollywood it. Video, that's right. That's what he worked for. Yeah, he worked for Hollywood. They all closed, so. Don't even know where he's working he's now. He's probably, like, locked in the back room of a <laughs> vacant Hollywood video. Like, somebody's going to buy that building and just be like, what's this robot doing in the back? They're going to reactivate him, and he's going to be like, ah, you know where Mike is? Who's Mike? It's the year 3000. I remember a podcast we did with Jeb. I don't know if you were on this or if it was after you, but uh, he got drunk on the podcast. Oh, God. Drinking straight gin out of the bottle. I don't think I was around for this, now. And... <laughs> bitching about work and his boss and he gave out the address of the place and said if anyone's listening blow this fucking place up <laughs> he might be in jail <laughs> no it, uh we had a bit of an argument after that because he wanted he sobered up and was like all that shit that i said cut it out i'm like but it's supposed to just be spontaneous and whatever we say that's what goes on there he's like come on man like all right so that was like the one time I ever cut anything out to save his ass. <laughs> yeah. This is like the most depressing <laughs> ten minutes of podcasting ever. No, the most depressing thing is after the the podcast. Oh my god, it gets worse. After that podcast ended, he told me that he told or uh, he told a girl that he works with or worked with that he liked her, and she said no, and he was going to finish that bottle of gin, go down into the garage, and drink the uh, uh, antifreeze that his dad had there. Oh, my God. And I had to talk him out of killing himself that night. That's the most depressing part. I feel like I should stop this recording and just start over. Nah, it's fine. <laughs> That's cool. I don't think he's killed himself, so I'm going to say it's good. I feel like somebody would have called me if that had happened. <laughs> Maybe not. We, no one knows where the hell he is. I'm sure Moose probably knows, and he's just not telling anybody. He's like living in Moose's trash can. Anyway, welcome to Ark. <laughs> <laughs> the podcast where Jesus Christ. Um, oh my God, there has to be there has to be some better news after that. Hey, Mike. Tits. Tits. They're awesome. I love me tits some tits. Tits are great. Big, small, saggy. Not so much saggy, but tits. Love me some titties. <laughs> That'll pull us out of this hole. <laughs> That'll pull us out of the... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I didn't mean to start the show off on such a down note. I didn't mean to let you start the show off. How did that happen?
What just happened? We went from drunk sheep to, yeah, the, about that night I tried to talk Jeb out of killing himself. What the fuck? I think the drunk sheep reminded me of his drunk father. And that's why <laughs> that's why we went down that horrifying rabbit hole. It's like a rabbit hole full of razor blades. Nah, just drunk people. Oh my god. I should check the local AA meetings, because if he's anything like his father, if he turned out anyway like his father... It sounds like he wasn't far off. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> anyway, what's going on, Chris? I, I, I'm honestly not sure anymore, Mike. How was your day? I, I worked. I didn't, so... No, I worked on... Uh, I, I started uh, putting together an animation demo reel. Oh, nice. So, just... I'm finding random sound clips on the internet and animating over them. Oh, yeah? So... Whatever. At least it'll be something to show somebody. It'll be better than what I have now, which is nothing. That's that's an improvement. Uh, other than that, it's like I I worked on that for four hours. Didn't get more I, than uh, ten seconds done. I uh, I worked today. Uh, prior to work, I you know last night we we did the other recording and I wrote a little bit of a uh, pinata cop. Pinata cop. And then I began my first step on my descent into alcoholism. That's what brought us there. It wasn't the drunk sheep. This is going to be really fun for people to listen back to. We forgot what we were talking about fucking ten minutes ago. It was. Did I say that? It was Tarv working in a hotel. Jeb's dad loves hotels. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Jeb's yeah. dad's a drunk. Jeb got drunk. Wanted to kill himself. <laughs> Good podcast. Good podcast, everybody. We just re- no, I, um... If you just joined us. I took my first step on the road to uh, alcoholism last night. Mm? I feel, I feel, I feel that that might have been the first step. What'd you do? Well, after uh, after I got off the got off the the, the Skype horn mm-hmm. with you, I was like, I'm gonna. Five a.m. there when that happened. Uh, no, sir. It was six a.m. when that happened. Jesus. I was like, I gotta get some fucking sleep because I got a meeting at work at three, and then I gotta work five to close. So I laid there till about seven o'clock. I went and took a shower, and then I came back and laid down to about 7 o'clock and realized I was fucking starving. So I went down and made me some food. And I was like, I'm going to have to, you know, you got to have something to drink when you have some food, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the dilemma. I only have two things to drink in the entire house. Mountain Dew, which will keep me awake, and beer. <laughs> so I also don't really have any breakfast food. So at 7.30 in the morning, I'm, like, sitting in my room watching YouTube videos, eating country fried steak sandwiches and drinking beer, Thinking to myself, yeah, this is how it starts. Oh, Chris, you're not an alcoholic. You're just a hillbilly. <laughs> it was it was beer, not Boone's Farm. <laughs> if it was a bottle of like wild turkey or something, then you'd be hillbilly. Oh, and it was good beer too. It wasn't like Miller Lite. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> now I think you're safe. Well, you're not safe from I, being uh, a redneck, but you're safe from being an alcoholic. I feel like I'm safe from being a redneck. And an alcoholic. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't know. You live in Georgia. You're not safe from being a redneck. I'm insulated, sir. I have not fallen to the sway of Doug Dynasty yet. I cannot believe that's a fucking show. I've never watched an episode. Me and my roommate were having this conversation the other day. I've I have never hated a television program so fiercely without having seen a single episode. <laughs> Based solely on the marketing I see in Walmart. <laughs> like, the moment I knew it, it pushed me to the breaking point. Like, I mean, there's stupid shit all the time. Like, yesterday I was walking through and I saw a Duck Dynasty t-shirt that had one of the guys, you know, the one with the beard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it said, yeah, I let the dogs out. And I was like, what? Wow. So it's a Duck That's... Dynasty t-shirt with a 15-year-old out-of-date reference on it. Like, number one, I feel old. Number two, do, like, the kids that shirt is aimed at even get that? And then that got me thinking. I was like, you know, somewhere in the world, there's, like, somebody who is, like, my favorite musicians are the Baja Men. <laughs> like, that that person is somewhere in the world. Someone saw that shirt and was like, I love the Baja Men and Duck Dynasty. This one is perfect. Ah, they get me. Like, so but no, the moment... Language. 
the moment I knew I had reached my breaking point. You may or may not remember this. This was back when I was first writing Weak Sauce. I was an optical lens technician. I, I made lenses for glasses. That's right. As I'm walking through Walmart, I pass by the optical shop, and I look over, and there's this giant fucking standee for Duck Dynasty branded eyewear. <laughs> like, frames for glasses, and I just, like, in the middle of Walmart, just went, I, I've never watched a fucking episode, and I hate that show so much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Good talk, everybody. Like, I actually really like that show. No. Uh, <laughs> Mike's like, oh, I'm a big fan, actually. I'm going to grow my beard out just like, I don't know any of their names. No, I've actually watched the show, and it's just... <sighs> are they, what is, the, are they duck hunters? They invented the duck call. The little whistle that goes, rang, rang, and calls the ducks. It's like, that, that family invented the duck call. Like, not them, but like, their family. No, like the the grandfather, I think, in that show is the guy who invented it. And they gave him a reality and show for that? they've been... Well, because they're... It's like they patented that design, and I think they're the only people who make it, so they're fucking billionaires. But oh they live in a swamp. <laughs> oh, my God. If I if I remember the backstory of it correctly, it's like they're they're the <laughs> if I remember the intricate backstory of Duck Dynasty correctly. But, yeah, it's like they they invented and patented the duck call so now they're just fucking richard and shit and but they still live like hillbillies because they're fucking hillbillies like you can oh you could take the trailer park out of the girl but what <laughs> you can take the trailer park out of the girl but you can't take the girl out of the trailer park i think you've got that saying backwards do i whatever anyway <laughs> also now i'm imagining somebody like pulling a trailer park out of a girl and that it's 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 slightly disturbing. Anyway, it's like they're they're still hillbillies even though they're rich, and so this is this is a show because it's funny to watch people spend billions of dollars on mudding equipment. Uh, <laughs> see, it goes back to what we were talking about yesterday with fucking. I guess we did we talk about this on the podcast? Yes, I can't remember. No, this was a, that was after the podcast. That was after. Good, we could talk about. It. I fucking hate like this fucking <laughs> that and fucking. Fangasm and fucking Will Wheaton and fucking all this bullshit where they're like, oh, look at these fucking wacky people. Can you believe people live like this? But they choose the most fucking extreme stereotypical representation of that thing and go, oh, look, they're all like this. Maybe I invented a duck call. I don't have a giant epic five-foot-long <laughs> beard. I don't have Walmart-branded eyewear. I don't live in a swamp. Kind of close, but that's just, you know, necessity because I'm poor. Because I didn't get the fucking Walmart marketing deal. Well, you also didn't invent a duck call. Maybe I did. I'm pretty sure you did. Maybe, maybe, maybe I did. And if you did, you didn't patent it. His swamp thing was faster than my <laughs> than me swimming through the swamp. I was swimming, and he had the. He had a thing. fan boat, and I just had to swim <laughs> with my arms. Son of a bitch! Old guy was like, "I'm gonna get my beard groomed so pretty." Although the one show like that, that that's there's been a rash of these sort of pseudo reality shows. Oh, you mean all these all this shit like Pawn Stars? Well, Pawn Stars I like. Pawn Stars I can tolerate. Uh, Storage Wars I can tolerate I in small I don't doses. Like star, Storage Wars I can tolerate in small doses. Um, but uh, the one that I like is uh, Shelby the Swamp Man or the Legend of Shelby the Swamp Man. Never seen it. I don't have cable, so I don't have any of these fucking shows. Well, have you ever seen uh, or heard of Axemen? Yes. Which is The Loggers. Yes. It's that, like, a marathon of that show was on a few months back. And mm -hmm. for whatever reason, it, it drew me into it. I actually kind of enjoyed watching that show. Um, but there was one guy in particular who's uh, Shelby Stanga, and he's this guy in Louisiana who, he's a logger, but... He, like, goes out in the swamp in his shitty boat and finds logs that are on the bottom of the swamp, digs them up, and then sells them for, like, twenty or $30,000. He finds, like, old-growth wood and sells them to whatever companies that need wood. <laughs> but he spun off his own show, and it's, it's 
like, X-Men is actually following these guys as they do their job. Mm-hmm. This show is like, this dude is crazy, so we're going to write a situation for him to be in and then watch what he does. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it's like, it feels like the whole premise of it is a script, but then they dropped this poor lunatic in the middle of it just to watch him be him. <laughs> Like, I don't know if he's aware of it, but it's like one that they had this, uh, these people were going out of town and they had Nutria infesting their house. So instead of calling an exterminator like one would do, they call Shelby the Swamp Man. <laughs> Why not? And he's going through their like upscale Louisiana mansion with a, an axe and a sword and a pistol trying to capture these Nutria. It was like, I, I, I feel like they were like, okay, we're going to rent out this house, we're going to put a bunch of expensive-looking stuff in it, and then we're just going to let him loose in it and film it. Uh, and, I mean, the dude's hilarious, but it's the, the whole s- scripted reality shit that yeah. that uh, seems to be taking over. Like, it's even it's worse than reality television. I would rather watch a show like Axemen or something and watching people doing a somewhat interesting job yeah then like let's watch these crazy people act out crazy things but it's real yeah. <laughs> it's real because these people are really fucking crazy we should get a reality show sure i feel we're interesting enough <laughs> <laughs> arg the television series Hey, Mike, what crazy thing are you going to do today? Well, I'm going to curl up in the fetal position for eight hours and cry, and then I'm going to go to my desk and feel worthless and untalented because I can't figure out a fucking thing to draw. So this one's a repeat, then. Chris, what are you going to do? I'm going to work, and then I'm going to go home and just play video games. So this one's a repeat. No, no, no. No, no. Last night I played Last of Us. This time I'm playing Saints Row. I heard you kind of reach there, like, oh, God, what else does he play? Well, I, was just, I was trying to figure out what new game just came out in Saints Row 4, just... Yeah, it did. So, I, it's, I was just trying to come up with whatever whatever the kids are playing nowadays. So, now, you you still don't have a PS3, right? No. And I'm not. You just have a 360 and a Wii? Yep. You don't have any handhelds or anything? No. No. The last handheld I got was a Game Boy Advance. Yeah, I had that one. Because I've... I've taken the kind of, like, just when I find them in Goodwill or something, buying old gaming consoles. Just because, fuck it, why not? Is your name They're James cool Rolf? To... Huh? Is your name James Rolf? No, I'm talented. <laughs> There's a motherfucker who fell off the... Oh, my God. He's still doing uh, his shit. He's still doing his shit, but it sucks. You'll get an Angry Video Game Nerd episode out every six months, and... It's so fucking overproduced, and there's never any focus on, like, it's, you know, we're going to review this game, let me play it for two minutes and then swear for 25 <laughs> minutes at the camera, and everybody's going to be like, ah, buy his shirt, buy his shirt. No, it's, oh, God, he's fucking horrible now. I miss, I miss old AVGN. Anyway, you were saying. Anyways, but, uh, let's, I've, I've just got, like, a slew of old fucking consoles and handhelds now. Not really handhelds, mainly consoles. It's when the DS came out. That was the one after Advance, right? Yes. Yeah. That like initially, I thought it was cool, and then I saw yeah. the the games for it on those little like SD cards, and was like, nope, those will get lost. Yeah. And then it was like the conversation we had about the PSP. It was all like N sixty four rehashes. Like right. I already have these games. I don't need to buy them on this little shitty handheld thing. Fun fact. Going back to my tenure at GameStop, as we did yesterday, um, there's this amazing moment in my life, right when the DS was coming out, when a coworker of mine said, oh my god, that looks so cool, we should get DSs, and then when you're in the back room and I'm up here, we can like chat on PictoChat. And I actually said this out loud, and I wish I had a recording of this so I could like go back in time and slap myself. Why the fuck would you want the DS? That looks like fucking shit. Do you see that PSP over there, man? That's where it's at. That's going to be fucking awesome. <laughs> And I mean, like, I bought my, I got a PSP at launch, and I fucking loved it. And, you know, then and nobody else bought them. Let's see, uh, 13.5 billion units later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still maintain 
that that's a good console with shitty support. Mike, <coughs> there we go. But and the DS got better in its lifespan. I do remember that that those first few years where it was just like sh- fucking kids games and N64 ports and sequels you didn't give a shit about. Right. I, I will admit that that eventually it it found its audience. Yeah. But. I mean, I think it, for me, the I damage think, was done because I had already seen it and played it, and it's like, I don't want this thing. Yeah. And, like, right now when I'm looking at the handhelds, like, I, um, like, the one I'd want right now would be a Vita, but that's just because with PlayStation Plus, I've already got so many fucking Vita games. But the DS, uh, or I guess the 3DS now with its uh, soul-stripping, eyeball-destroying 3D, uh, I just, I just don't care. I mean, they got some cool games on it, but at the same time, why would I buy it now when I can just wait a few years? Don't be fifty bucks. Or you can buy an N sixty four and play Ocarina of Time and Star Fox sixty four, <sighs> and save yourself uh, two hundred dollars. Fucking hate that shit too. I I get it. They were a big fucking deal, and they're classics, and you want a new generation to play them, but they shouldn't be the crutch your console rests on. No, and no, I I said this a while ago. It got a lot of people mad at me. Well, oh, God, you said something that made people mad? I know, no, I, wait a minute. I had an unpopular Not opinion. Not you. Uh, no, my thing was that they shouldn't be re-releasing games. I don't want to see on a new console that has this new awesome 3D with no glasses technology, I don't want to play an N64 game on it. I want to play a new game. Right. And they were like, oh, but they're releasing it for a new generation, and don't you want the new generation to play the games that you played? It's like, yes, but they should play it as they were meant to be played on an N64. Right and and it the re- now, like, remakes I'm, like HD remakes just piss me off because it's the laziest way to squeeze another fucking dime out of an old dead property. Right. Play like, the I'm a okay. warrior theme, man. I'm pissed off now. <laughs> I don't have it queued up. God damn it, Christopher. So I mean, like you you don't care for the the HD remakes? No. Why not? Because they're awful. <laughs> give give reasons. <laughs> Well, I already gave my reasons. You can't read. Give them again. <laughs> so you don't. I mean, you don't want to play like Ocarina of Time 3D. No, I played Ocarina of Time on the N64, and then they re-released it on the GameCube, and then they re-released it again on the Wii. I don't need it on the goddamn 3DS. That's it. Ten seconds. That's all you've got. I'm disappointed, Mike. To be fair, I had already said my entire rant, and you didn't even have the shit queued up. I had to rehash my rant, even when you tried to get me going on another one. It was still five seconds into the damn thing before the song started playing. Don't blame me for only having ten seconds of rant. What? I'm okay with the virtual console method or the PlayStation Network or the live arcade or whatnot, where they take an old game and they do an updated re-release and they put it out for five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. I'm okay with that. My issue is like Ocarina of Time got a fucking cartridge re-release, big fucking deal, marketing campaign. Well, it's they they like stripped the game down to nothing and rebuilt it, yeah, just with prettier graphics, and it's no. It's yeah, like you said, the virtual console. It's like they're releasing the N sixty four version of the game just on a different platform. Sure, whatever. But to just remake a game and try to pass it off as a new game, but it's a remake, but it's for the new three D system or whatever. That's just lazy, fucking uncreative bullshit. Like, come up with a new goddamn Zelda game. I know you fucking have it in you because you come out with them every goddamn year. <laughs> I had it that time, and you stopped. God damn it, Mike. That was going to be the clip of the podcast I put on YouTube to promote us, too. You ranting to the Ultimate Warrior theme. I could still make it happen. I just cut my, my audio out and put the Warrior theme behind it. <laughs> I'll do up a picture of my face with Warrior's face paint on it. and. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, Mike. I have so many other weirder songs I could play, too. But no, it's just the fact that people were defending Nintendo. It's like, that pissed me off even more than the remake. Like, they're trying to brand it to a new generation, and don't you want the new generation to play it? Yeah, sure, of course, but play it the way I fucking had to play it. <laughs> but you know, if Microsoft was like, we're going to re-release Halo. Wait, bad example, they did that. 
I wouldn't be into that either. I watched a friend of mine play Halo Anniversary Edition. Like, I logged on to Xbox Live and she was playing Anniversary Edition. And then she got on Facebook and bitched about people playing remakes. And I was like, wait. Yeah. yeah. I never got into Halo. I never, it's, I mean, I guess, maybe I should play the Ultimate Warrior theme now. <laughs> the thing for me with Halo was, Your I'm not going to say. sad. You don't have the, the vitriol behind it like I do. I've got a roommate who's sleeping. I can't get all vitriol. Who are you going to wake up? The cat? God damn it. Like, I don't like Halo. It's a bad game. <laughs> no. Like Eeyore ranting. Eeyore ranting. Just another shooter. No. Here's the, here's the issue I have with Halo. Um, I've, I've played it. It's a decent shooter. It's passable, I guess. And some of the later entries are a lot of fun. Um, but it's, it's kind of like the issue you have with fucking fanboys. Everybody just fucking gloms on the Halo and swears it is the best fucking shooter they've ever played. But everything they are hyping up Halo doing, fucking Half-Life did a decade earlier. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking pissing me off. Because it's not that great a shooter, honestly. No, it, it's, like, it's a fun game. Yeah. Well, no, 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 let me, let me preface that. It's a fun game on multiplayer. Yes. It is awesome yes. to play it in multiplayer. The I did one map. I did one round. It was eight people on the smallest map in the game, and everybody was limited to the energy swords. Yes. that it, like The stuff you can do on the multiplayer is just it's super fun to do. But the story modes are always so dull. I, I, played, I played Halo 1 and 2 in college with my friends, and it's like even with them around playing through the story mode, it was just so fucking dull. Yeah. But then when we were done with the story mode, it's like, what now? Well, let's play multiplayer. That was the best part of it. And I played, I had a, a stolen version on my PC that I would, I would spend hours in multiplayer. And I never played the campaign mode on that version. Although Reach was fun in the story mode. Reach, I, I was interested in, I keep meaning to buy it and check it out. But the rest of them just bore me. Mm-hmm. At Reach, I actually did have a lot of fun in the story mode. But, I mean, it's like if I'm going to play a shooter, I'm going to play fucking Half-Life or uh, Half-Life, really. I mean, you don't play first-person shooters for their stories, usually. I do. It's a sad fact. They, they're usually not great. Well, no, no, that's that's not true anymore. There, There are very few video games that I can play that don't have a story to them. It's like mine fighting games. Well, even fighting games. I mean, they have their story mode, and yeah. it's like I know Mortal Kombat story mode up and down. It's like that story intrigued me from the first game till now. As yeah, even, as lame even as when some of the characters were in the mix of even, that, even when that series became a clusterfuck, it was still good. Yeah, but it's like. Minecraft doesn't have a real story to it, but I'm addicted to that thing. But it's also a creative outlet. Right. So it's more like drawing in 3D. Right, right, right. But, I mean, that's the only game I can think of other than, like, puzzle games that don't have a real story to them that I can play. Are you are you thinking Tetris needs, like, a story mode? No. No? But that's what I mean. It's like Tetris, puzzle games, I, I don't need a, a story right. for. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. But it's like, if, if a shooter is just like, hey, your job is to run through and shoot things. Like, well, why am I shooting these things? Because they're aliens, and aliens are inherently bad. Get them. Because you have a gun, and you are the Chex warrior, and they are spoogers, and... <laughs> the Chex warrior versus the spoogers. You never saw Chex Quest, did you? <laughs> Not... It's it's got like a big internet following. I had never heard of it either. It was a promotionally released first person shooter by Chex. And it was a modified version of Doom. Who hasn't done a modified version of Doom? Me. <laughs> Hell, even I did that. Did you? When I had Doom two, I went and found all the sprites in their file and just for fun, because I had already played the shit out of the game and I was bored to death of it, I went and just altered the sprites just for the hell of it. Yeah. I was, like, ten, doing it in MS Paint. You just drew, like, dicks on all of them. No, I didn't. I was a little classier than that. <laughs> Vaginas. Yeah, come on. For some reason, I imagine there's just, like, a folder full of Doom sprites that made were made to look like Power Rangers villains on your computer. No. I eventually got bored with that, so there's, like, one zombie. 
that's that's different colors and all kind of fucked up looking because I was doing it in paint with a mouse and I had no idea what I was doing. (laughs) Click, 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 click. And it's only one frame of its animation, too. But I attempted to to mod Doom just because just I was bored with it. So Just because fuck yeah, it. That computer is probably in a landfill somewhere, hopefully. I hated that goddamn machine. Ah, uh, yeah, I had one of those computers, too. I never tried to mod a game, but I didn't really get into PC gaming until I was, uh, uh, God, like high school aged. Like, I, I think, like, in middle school, I really got kind of started to get interested in it. I had, like, uh, Jedi Knight 2, and, um, Jedi Knight 2. I had, we had older computers. I mean, I've just now got a computer that'll run games, and I play on my PS3 most of the time. Or my Xbox, or my Wii, or my N64, or my GameCube, or my Genesis, or my SNES. I, n- I was never able to get into PC gaming, because... My father doesn't believe in updating computers. <laughs> no, no, not your father. We only had one computer in the house, and wait, I. But your dad is so tech savvy. <sighs> what was that grown for? Yes, he's the guy that thought that me downloading something in my room was somehow affecting the responsiveness of his mouse in his room. Was it Mike? Was it Mike? <laughs> He yells across the room, Mike, are you downloading something in there? I'm like, no. Well, my mouse isn't working. <laughs> that has nothing to do with each other, Dad. Well, I can't think of any other reason. Have you checked the mouse batteries? Changes the batteries. <laughs> Never mind. That's what I thought. I'm impressed he wasn't confused. Are they special batteries? What do they look like? Are they mice-shaped? No, we got this computer, and that was the computer that we had... Until I left for college, I think we got it in, like, 96. God. Yeah. So we got it before I was even in high school, and that was our fucking computer, that proof of shit. Yeah, we, um, let's see. I was in elementary school, we had a Tandy, which I played Double Dragon and Jeopardy and Ninja Turtles on. Ninja Turtles on a Tandy with a joystick. <laughs> was it the NES you think it was? Yeah, you think it was hard on the NES, God. motherfucker. <laughs> Never made it very far. No one did in that game. No one did in that game. Unless they were sadists, and even then they didn't make it far. Uh, and then we didn't have a computer for a long time, and then um, we finally got one. And uh, that was when I first started dabbling in, like, web design and online gaming and things like that. I remember playing Lenny Loose Jocks on it. Is that like a Leisure Suit Larry knockoff? No, it was just a fucking, like, Flash game on one of those early websites that was nothing but, you know, 35-second video clips and terrible Flash games. Mm-hmm. You remember that era oh, of the internet. Yes. Oh, yes. In many, ways, in many ways, a better era. In many ways, a dark era. Kids today don't know what it's like to have to beat off to 10 seconds of internet porn that took six hours to download on your 28.8 modem. You will the never worst thing know is when the you, pain of that, you little bastard. You get it down. You you think, all right, that's enough, and you'd hit play, and like it wouldn't even get to the point where she was stripping out. You're like, God, I gotta wait longer. You gotta keep like going to the other window because your mom might walk in. Can't let her know you're beating it off to boobsquad.com. <laughs> Sorry, what? Anyways, uh, we my, got back and friend in God. It was. It had to be grade school. It was on boobsquad.com. He showed me a website called uh, thebig12.com. Oh my god! And it was like six chicks with just comically large breasts, and like he was so excited that he found this website that he had to show everyone. Oh god! And it took forever because yeah, the, it was. This was the earliest days of the public internet. Right. And, yeah. Like, dude, Mike, come over here. I gotta show you this website. Okay. Look at this, dude. Look at the size of their tits. You need to get outside. Um, and then, uh, we eventually got a computer in, like, 95 that I wound up using until I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. 
And then for a graduation present, my dad bought me a refurbished Dell, and that was what I used up until we were talking in the comic shop, that computer that gave me so much trouble. Wow. And that that was why it gave me so much trouble. It was like nearly a decade old. Yeah. But, uh... No, uh, that computer that we got uh, for Christmas one year, my uncle got me, uh, I want to say Rogue Squadron? Nice. But we had this old beat-to-shit computer. <laughs> and I tried to install it on it, and it's like, it's on install, on install. I look at the specs, and we're like six generations behind on the shit. And I'm like, yeah. Dad, we need to get a new computer. He's like, we don't need to get a new computer. Like, it won't let me install my game. Well, what's wrong with the game? <sighs> Nothing. It's a six-year-old computer. Well, we shouldn't have to upgrade computers that quickly. What the hell's wrong with it? No. <laughs> so I had that game. Never played it. Yeah, I had um, I had Jedi Knight 2, and then I had like a little demo disc that had a few levels of Tomb Raider 2. Uh, I never had a Half-Life. Always wanted it, never had it. I didn't get it until, uh, honestly, a few years ago. Um, there was some other game I had back then I played all the time. Oh, Myst, of course. Played the shit out of Myst. <laughs> Not a Myst fan? No. no. That same guy that showed me Big 12 also showed me Mist. That's your and problem. He's like, okay, start up a new game, start up a new game. It dropped, like, in the middle of fucking nowhere. What do I do? Oh. <laughs> Figure it out, man. <laughs> like, walking around aimlessly. What's this thing say? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, okay. I have to read? Oh, fuck this. Uh, yeah, that was that was a big part of it. Like, I'm going to go play um, these games where I know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I had Duke Nukem 3D. <laughs> I also did not like that game. Of course you didn't. Hey, it's what? Doom with tits. <laughs> that's it? That's the, that's the entire reason you it's hated Doom it? Doom with pixelated tits. Wow. No, it's like, I find the game to be incredibly unspectacular. Right. Because, like I said, it's Doom with tits. And that was, I mean, you know, that was the appeal. And oh, StarCraft! I played the unholy fuck out oh, of StarCraft. Yeah, I some StarCraft too. And uh, I got StarCraft too, and I really liked it. And then I made it like to the last mission, and just never finished it. But my problem with Duke Nukem 3D was the uh-huh. next ten years <laughs> yeah. waiting for what eventually became Forever, and hearing everyone sing the praises of Duke Nukem 3D and what an awesome game it was and how they really, really need to make that sequel or they need to make an updated remake of 3D because it was such a good fucking game. It was shit. It was garbage. It was, um... It, was a, it had a certain appeal to a 12-year-old. Yeah, it was just... Yeah. So the thing, it's like, it went from, in my brain, from being a game that I just didn't care about to the fans, the insane fans pushing me over the edge. This game is a fucking pile of shit. Um, let's and see. then Forever came I'm... out, and it actually was a fucking pile of shit. That is the worst game I've ever played, and I've played the Blob. Do you watch um? Do you watch Two Best Friends play? No. They had, they had one where they did Duke Duke Forever. And he was like, bullshit, this isn't really Duke Nukem. You fucking burned a disc or something, or this is fake, this is fake. And they finally get to the startup screen, and he's going through, and he's like, downloadable content? They still haven't fucking finished it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, just... So, that's one of the many things that the fans have ruined for me. Well, I guess not ruined, because I didn't like it in the first place. So the fans have ruined Duke Nukem, My Little Pony, um... Doctor Who... Doctor Who. Uh, I'm sure we can find other things the fans have ruined for you. I'm trying to think. <laughs> like what other things have crazy fans ruined for me? Star Wars? Almost. They're, they're getting there. <laughs> it's like, I still li- It's like, the bitching about the prequels is what gets to me. Right. I, I, they're not great movies. I can admit that. But I really like them. It's sort of like... The Star Wars is sort. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait what? a minute, wait, wait a minute. You fucking hate Duke Nukem. You hate Halo. I don't hate Halo. You like the you like the Star Wars prequels. Because Star Wars to me is like pizza. Even shitty pizza is still pretty good. <laughs> That's not a rant. No, but it is insane. So I felt like that was appropriate. And you need to. 
get that better queued up for those. There's this weird, like, two-second nothing before it starts that I always forget about. I like that it kind of starts playing in the middle, too, at times. Well, that's where I, I click in the middle. I can't play, and then I go, like... I wonder if we get sued if I use that for the entrance to the podcast. Probably. But... Probably. I mean, I, I I love me some bad movies. Oh, God, yeah. Bad movies are the best. And so it's like the Star Wars prequels, while they are not great movies, I love the shit out of them because they are not great movies. I, um... I still hate the first one just because it's boring as fuck. Um, but the second and third one are passable on their own level. Um, the second one's kind of weird because, like, like 60% of the movie is just so fucking sterile and lifeless. But third one's honestly pretty solid. Until you get to the end. Well, my big complaint about the end of that movie was there's not going to be a big twist or anything. It's like, we fucking know how this movie ends. Well, <clears throat> the problem with me and the, the end of the third prequel was that it's like they had three movies to kind of explain everything that happened before right. before the movies that we all knew. And, and they waited till the last 20 minutes? Everything that happened to the characters that led them into the original trilogy all happened within the last 10, 20 minutes of the third movie. Like You, you, you had three goddamn full-length feature movies. You couldn't have spread this out a little bit? No. Uh, but... But no, it's like even the first one. I it's it's so incredibly bad and racist. I love it. <laughs> the stereotypical Chinese trade aliens. The 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 uh, Wado, who is just he's he's a Jew. He is the biggest yeah. Jew in the world. It it's just so bad that it's awesome. It's it's crazy to think back to that period though because I was so fucking excited for this prequels and everybody and it was just fucking everywhere toys I had t-shirts I had cups I had fuck ah oh, and all that shit is worthless now. But the thing that pisses me off and like why the fans have almost driven me to just be like fuck it I, I'm done with Star Wars is that it's almost been ten years since Episode three came out. And people are still bitching about it as if it just fucking happened. Oh, God, it has. <laughs> like, it came out in what, 2004, 2005? Uh, like 2005, yeah. yeah. Shit. <laughs> so we are like two years away from ten years, and they are still fucking bitching about that. That means it's been like 15 years since episode one, and people are still bitching about that as if it just fucking came out. That's not been 14 years. Get fucking over it. <laughs> One day when we're famous and we do, like, ARG the live cast at some convention or something, I'm like, and here's my co-host, Mike. <laughs> and you just, like, run out and run a circle and fucking pump your arms and run, and then you just, like, leave. I, just, I, I want to do that. Just because I I know that like the fans would come up and ask me questions about shit like this, like why why do you hate Star Wars fans? And I would just like throw something at them and tell them to go sit the fuck down. Like I want I I want a, a venue where I can accost people for being stupid. We just get you a bunch of uh, WWF wrestling buddies. <laughs> you could just like gorilla press them or whatever you fucking did. Yeah, he did the press and the, the, the big splash. Yeah. Which he is way too tiny for that to be an effective move. That's the power of the blood moon. It's like... That would have been a good point to have it queued up, actually. It's like, uh... I had forgotten most about the warrior until I watched the self-destruction of Ultimate Warrior. Oh. And I'm like... The documentary that also forgot mostly about the warrior. But, I mean... I forgot that that was his finishing move, and as I'm watching it, and this is after, like, Mark Henry was using it, and Viscera was using it, and, like, right. these big guys were using it, and it's like, that is not an effective fucking finisher for a guy his size. There really wasn't anybody bigger than him back then, though, was there? Yes. I mean, like, Yokozuna and Andre. King Kong and Bundy in yeah. that era. Like, it was very few and far between. Yeah, but, I mean, that is a move that should be reserved for guys with a gut that look like that a splash is going to hurt. 
Like, this guy just looked like he was flopping on you. I guess that's why they hated him. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so the that's that's my problem with Star Wars fans, is that they, they will never fucking be happy, and they just have to continue to bitch about the prequels. Like, we get it. You didn't like them. Just shut the fuck up. Don't play the song. I swear to Christ, Chris. <laughs> I swear to God. Don't fucking play the song. What? <sighs> I'm, I'm looking through to see if there's something else I can play instead. I cannot tell you. It's confidential. <laughs> oh, come on. Why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? How is your sex life? Um, Did you have the, the breast cancer reveal, too? I got the results of the test back. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> I have so many good ones. <gasps> hey, Mike. <laughs> hey, Mike. Uh, I just like to watch you guys. <laughs> oh, God. That is the most nonchalant reveal of breast cancer in any movie ever. I'm trying to remember what so many of these clips are. You're going to love my nuts. Oh, I remember this one. That came from a random raw reactor discussion about MC Hammer's rap career. <laughs> I have the entire song for some reason, just ready to go. These clips are great to have at the end of the show. Right? It really. I'm, it really I'm cheers use me that up a lot after, with that, you, after that rant about how stupid Star Wars fans are. I know it'll cheer you up, Mike. Does that bring joy to your heart, Mike? It really does. It's the good one, too. It can really move, We'll see y'all next week. Thanks for listening to ARC. Look out, will he storm through?